Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Two friends, two mics, two opinions. This is John and Al's No One's Listening. They ask that you please ignore and disregard their reviews on movies, games, and other hot topics. John and Al would like to welcome you to yet another edition of their podcast. And as always, they hope no one's listening. All right, guys, welcome back to yet another episode of John and Al's No One's Listening. I'm John. And I'm Al. And as always, we hope... None y'all listening. But if you are, that'd be cool. Lit. All right. So we are recovering from the hangover that is a WrestleMania, a five-hour show. And I might be wrong on this. I'll be honest with you, I don't think I am. But every year before that was four hours. I think whether they went over by you know a few minutes or whatever. But this was over five hours. And it started to feel like it later on in the show. Um, what do you want to start off? Because I could just dive right into. I'm watching Raw right now, by the way. So, um, all right. I mean, we definitely want to. We could dive right in, but I don't want to jump like all over. So I'd like to go over. Yeah, I want it to be I'd clean. Like to go over like bottom to top. Match. You know what Bo- I'm saying? Bottom to top, though. We got to save the last, the best for last, or at least the main event for last. Yeah, that's, that's fine with me. We can go bottom to top from first match to the last match. All right, hit me. You you name it, and then you let me know whether you want me to go first or you go first. Nah, I mean the first match was uh, the Wiz, Seth Rollins, and uh, what you call it? Um, what's his name? What's his name? Finn and Finn Balor, but uh, the the Wiz, like nobody beat the Wiz. Like he, like the Wiz went first. The Miz. What did I say? You said the Wiz, like nobody beats the. That was beautiful. Way to start off the podcast. <laughs> I said, I said the Wiz. You said the Wiz. <laughs> Nobody beats Yo, the Wiz. That that, that's hilarious. Oh, I'm going to. I, I'm going to. Um, like all that. right. So let's uh, let's start off with that match. Okay. Cool. It was a clean match. It was a fun match. It was a match that I didn't care about the outcome. Not that I didn't care, as in I didn't care for the match. I just I like all three characters. I didn't care who you know carried the the Intercontinental Title because I think they were going to do a great job at it. My prediction served right 50% in terms that The Miz wasn't going to win because he had uh, he has obligations at home, you know, and uh, he has a new kid and he has to uh, be there a little more often. Although I think he's still going to be on TV because uh, today he said that they're going to go be they're going to be fighting at Backlash at next month's pay per view. So uh, maybe he just didn't want to have that 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 title to back him up in case he had to go, you know, run to his wife or, or to his kid if anything happened. So, um, so I knew he wasn't going to win. I predicted Finn Balor. I was wrong. Seth Rollins won. We were wrong a lot. Yeah, we were wrong a lot, weren't we? Which is, which is the genius of WWE. Which is the genius of WrestleMania specific, um, which is awesome because a lot, a lot of the pay-per-view events, we guess what happens, and we're like, oh, great, you know, and it happened. But WrestleMania, they love to switch things up and, and to really give us uh, our money's worth. Sure, sure, sure. So uh, Finn Barrow lost. Uh, Seth Rollins won, and I was extremely happy about this. It was a great match. It was fun. It was exciting. It was uh, not too long, not too short, and it was a hell of a way to, to open up WrestleMania. Yeah, it was. I thought it was a great opening match. It had a lot of energy. It had high octane. You had three guys in the ring that, you know, know how to wrestle, know how to carry themselves. And I literally thought at any point, any one of those guys could have won. Yep. Um, and I'm a huge Seth Rollins guy, so I'm happy he did win. Yeah. Uh, again, great match. Nothing bad to say. Not much to really harp on uh, other than that it was just a good quality match and whoever won won. And, and those matches are, are good too, right? right? Even when you're watching UFC or anything of that nature, when you're nervous because you want your guy to win and you have that anticipation – you don't want that in the first match coming in. You want to just relax, enjoy it, get ready for it. And I think that delivered exactly that. I completely agree. I completely agree. All right, hit us. Let's go. Let's keep going. What's the next one? The next match, I believe, was for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It was Charlotte Fair versus uh, Ashka. I was, believe that was the second match. Was that, was that the second match? It absolutely was. Yeah, I'm looking at the recap right now because I'm going off of that to actually review each sure, sure. fight, and that's the second one. Yeah. Uh, you want to take this off? You want to you want to start this off or? Yeah, sure. I mean, I I, uh, I think we're gonna agree with this that this was a great match. 
Uh, I thought it was one of the very few highlights of this WrestleMania. Um, and I'm just preluding that by saying that. Um, it was one of the very few highlights of this WrestleMania for me. Uh, I really thought that it was so much energy. The building was like ramped up. Everyone wanted to see, you know, would Ashka continue her reign at WrestleMania? Um, is she going to take the bell? Is, is this her time to shine? Uh, and I wanted her to win, but you know what? The, the thing was, I, I thought about this. If you can let me explain this for you a little bit. If she were to lose and get her first loss, what better loss would it be at WrestleMania to a great wrestler as in Charlotte Flair? And that's her first loss under her belt. You know what I'm saying? Like the kind of the pressure's off. Uh, she can kind of like relax now. Everybody can stop talking about when she's going to lose, who's going to beat her. If, if anyone's going to beat you, let it be on the big stage at WrestleMania to Charlotte Flair, because that's like losing to Floyd Mayweather. It's, it's, it's really not a knock. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from. Uh, to piggyback off of that, off of that opinion, um, which I agree with, by the way, um, she couldn't have won. Asuka could not have won because Asuka literally ran through that division and beat every woman. If she were to beat Charlotte, then there would be nobody else. There would be no contrast. There would be no depth in terms of her next match because you're like, ah, I saw this already. Asuka won. So the fact that Charlotte won shows that she was vulnerable. She does have holes in her game. And, and the rest of the female superstars are able to see that, or at least in a storyline, are able to see that and say, I know how to beat you. Charlotte did it. I'm just going to do exactly what she did. So she couldn't have won, so I'm happy she didn't. And like you said, who better to lose to uh, than, than Charlotte Flair, the best female right. wrestler on the roster? And not only that, you know Ashka's not going anywhere. She's going to have the belt at some, certain, at some point. She's going to take the belt because she's too huge, and I think a lot of people love her style, and she's different, she's unique. She's going to get the belt. It's just a matter of when. You know what I mean? I agree. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. And I thought the way that this match played out from beginning to end was great. I thought the, the, the in-ring ability was awesome. The entrances were great. Charlotte's was fantastic. I loved it. She played her father's theme song. Uh, her father's ring entrance, excuse me, and then the lights turned off and then hers came on, which is essentially the same theme song, just more modern and, and more rock and roll-y, which is great. Um, everything was great about the match. There was, there was, I, I loved it. I, I predicted this match to steal the show, and I think it proved me right because this was the one that I couldn't go back and say, I want to watch it again and again and again. Yeah, so it, it, wasn't, it wasn't my favorite match. We'll get to my favorite match, but I have, after WrestleMania, I sat there and kind of like thought about it for a little while because I knew we were going to do the review. There's three real big highlights for me, and this was one of them. Uh, the other two we'll get to, but this was one of the three major highlights for me. All right, on to the next match. Uh, the next match was for the United States Championship was uh, Mahal Rusev and Randy Orton. Yep. And uh, Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode, baby. That, yeah, so th uh, you could take this. You want me to take this? I mean, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. It was a dud for me. It wasn't very fun. I really didn't care about it. Um, I, I don't know if I'm going to be that harsh because it was still a good match. It was still a fun match. It was still four four people that work very hard on their characters and and still went out there, you know, and put it on the line for, for the fans and the audience. Um, I wasn't predicting the outcome of Jinder Mahal, but he carried the, the, the World Heavyweight Championship, and he, they are targeting an Indian market. And who better than to hold the United States Championship than an Indian person, which is awesome. So uh, there's a lot of contrast there as well. So I didn't enjoy it as much. Uh, you know, like I wouldn't go back and watch it again, but it wasn't a bad fight. You know, like it wasn't, it still told a story for what it was. It was short. Um, and that was it. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great either. Yeah, I just, I like Randy Orton. The fight just like, it just didn't, and maybe it was, you know, wasn't so much it was a bad fight, even though I really didn't enjoy it. But it came right after Charlotte Flair and Oscar, which, I mean, how are you going to follow that up? So it was kind of like, this fight may have been doomed before they even... You put this fight somewhere else in Mania, it might do better. But for me, coming off of what we just saw, it just it was nowhere near the level, and I think that it suffered for it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you put this fight in any other card, if it would do better. Because I think it was... What happened was what was supposed to happen. It wasn't supposed to be a steal-the-show match. It wasn't supposed to be this crazy, uh, you know, spectacle. It was just supposed to be a match. And and what what better place then to follow than Oscar and Charlotte to take pressure off and to not have high expectations when the crowd is already 
tired and beat from cheering, you know, Oscar and, and Charlotte. So I agree with you. It wasn't the greatest match in the world, but it wasn't a bad match. Just sure. not, just um, not the most entertaining. Yeah, uh, it was. It was. It is what it is. I guess. Um, I, the crowd too. We're gonna talk about the crowd later. Remind me because I want to talk about the crowd because the crowd played. I thought the last hour of this mania a, a very crucial role because I feel like they were exhausted, and we're gonna get back to that. Yeah. Well, but, throughout throughout the entire event, uh, the crowd played crucial parts. The crowd in New Orleans is an intelligent crowd. So you have crowds out there that cheer because they cheer and like the, the the product because they like the product. And there's people that are like myself where they know the back-end stuff and and they understand the, the business side of things. And this was that crowd. So their chants, their acknowledgement, their boos, uh, their banter, all, all that played an important part because they were, they're an intelligent crowd, New Orleans is. And you can't say that for every city or every state, so... But go ahead. Yeah, um, we are. Yeah, I just wanted to mention the crowd later on because I thought like later on in the match, I think the crowd was. The crowd felt like we did. Holy shit, I'm tired. They were exhausted, I think, and I think like it kind of, I kind the the longevity of WrestleMania almost took the crowd out of it sometimes, as opposed to getting it involved in it when it should have been more involved. Um, yep, and they but, know that they know that right. They're a business. They're multi million dollar, but maybe billion. They understand they they understand that, but when you have such a deep roster of thousands of wrestlers and you want to give everybody a chance to shine on the biggest stage that there is, you sacrifice you know some some time, and even if you got to sacrifice the crowds you know being tired or whatever, then that is what it is. You sacrifice it to get the people on the card. But I sure. don't I don't I don't disagree with everything you're saying. You're saying everything you're saying. I'm I'm 100 agreeing with. Sure. Um, yeah, it's, that's, that's good stuff, though, because the crowd, I think, you know, just like a, a sporting event, the crowd plays such a crucial role in it, and those wrestlers are out there, you know, and some of the stuff they do, man, like last night, like, they are some of the most amazing athletes to just jump over and flip over those top ropes, which, by the way, aren't like, you know, six inches off the ground, and they know how to land, they know how to beat their body up, and you've yeah. got to give it off to them. They are showmen. And show women in the purest sense of the word. Yeah, I mean, to, and to to continue to feed off of what you're saying, it's all of that. I agree, it's all that. It's also trusting the person that you're working with. Can you imagine me jumping freaking off a turnbuckle and saying, "Well, I hope this person catches me." Like you have to, you have to have trust um, with the person that you're that you're working with. The same way you and I work together is literally the same way these people work together. They they have conversation, they have a relationship, whether they agree or disagree with certain things. But they're workers, and, and and they're working together, and you have to have an insane amount of trust to do some of the stunts that these people are doing uh, on WrestleMania and every night, for that matter. I agree. Um, the next match we're going to get into, and I'm going to prelude by saying this is a match that in the beginning of when we did our you know, picks for WrestleMania, I was eh about. It is hands down my favorite match of this WrestleMania, and it got me so psyched to see the future of what this chick, what what what, what Ronda Rousey is going to do, and she's going to be a champion one day, and this match, Ronda Rousey, Kurt Angle, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, absolutely stole the show for me, and I'm going to tell you why, if you don't mind, okay? I'm ready. Ronda Rousey, first thing, her in-ring ability was by far more than anything I expected. Like she looked good in the ring, like real good in the ring. She was throwing. Her punches, she came out there and had like an attitude to her. She played well off of Kurt Angle. She just fit right in there, right? Not only that, she she had such an energy to her that she just brought something completely fresh. When she stepped into that ring, I was like, wow, dude, this Ronda Rousey, like, where'd this come from? Like, she must have been really working hard. We know her off, we know her mic skills need work, whatever. But I did not expect that to be in the ring. I don't know. How about you? I did. I, I mean, I expected for her to perform exactly how she performed. It wasn't 100% the greatest thing that she did. But the energy that she brought, I expected that. Um, the the Her her ringsmanship, ringswomanship, uh, I also expected that. She uh, She's elite, man. Like, th- these are these are elite athletes that... My mic's going in and out, sorry. 
Uh, my right. headphones going out. Uh, these are elite people, and I've seen her. I've seen her jump to the elite level in. Excuse me. Hold on. Yep. All right. I'm good. Uh, I've seen her be an elite in in MMA. You know, it's not just being an elite athlete. It's it's traveling. It's training. It's working hard. It's dealing with personal issues and everything that she did. I expected for her to do. Um, not to not to derail your your emphasis and your and your no no no, not to derail your emphasis emphasis or enthusiasm on how she performed because i was also super amazed by her like i'm i'm agreeing with everything you're saying but you asked me if if i was expecting that and yes that part i was expecting yes okay i also thought you know just to you know touch base even more with that um i wasn't crazy in the beginning about her whole rowdy piper thing but i thought she looked I thought she looked super cute coming out in the in the kilt. She had her leather jacket on. I liked her costume. I was happy that she didn't fight in the kilt, but it added something to her costume when she came out. And I don't mind that persona. I don't know why I didn't it didn't sell for me before. But if this is the persona she's gonna keep, I, I like it. I think it fits her. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not it's not bad. Yeah. You know, um, the, the kilt. It, the kilt. It I get better than I thought. Yeah, the kilt I get. Roddy Roddy Popper thing. Actually, as soon as she came out, I told her, "Oh, look, she's doing the the Roddy thing." And her wrestling attire is also what I expected. Uh, short shorts, similar to what she wore in uh, in UFC. Um, you know, she had the the UFC esque gloves on. Uh, she had a standard top, just like UFC. It's literally the UFC gear, except she had but shoes WWE, on. But WWE logoed basically. And almost. WWE logo, literally, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I expected so that ask, exact same thing. Yeah. Let me ask you this question: Does yep. Ronda Rousey fight for SmackDown or Raw? Uh, Raw, Raw is the is the is the show, you know. It's the flagship. It's the flagship WWE show. It's a flagship show, and and if you're paying her that type of money, then yeah, she's she's Raw. Period. So is SmackDown still? Because this is this is the side I don't see. Because obviously I don't watch as much as you do. So the SmackDown is that kind of like it's not like the B League of WWE, is it? No, it's not a different league. No, uh, I wouldn't they, call they, it the they, the B League. Um, they, they give the most their attention to the Raw side, though. Mm. Okay, uh, I put it into Best Buy terms for you. You know how Woodbridge is a, is a is a higher rev band than us. It's a bigger store, uh, more revenue, more employees, more more attention, like that more type everything. of thing. And then right. and, and then we're SmackDown because we're amazing, but less people. It's on a smaller scale, so it's similar. Okay. Except it's not on a, it's, except it's not on a smaller scale. From marketing and advertising standpoint, Raw has been has been on TV for over twenty five years, where SmackDown hasn't. And and Raw is on a primer time Monday nights than Tuesday nights, so right. um, that's pretty much it. Not, nothing crazy right. to talk about that, but okay. So to grade that fight for me, it was um, I'm going to say right now it was my number one favorite moment of all of WrestleMania, and it may have been because I didn't have I, I didn't really expect what you expected, and it exceeded my expectations, and that's why I thought it was so good. But whatever the case may be. I got so psyched after I saw that fight. Like, I was standing up. Like, that match, I was standing up, and I was, like, cheering for Ronda Rousey. And it was just like, she was armbar and Stephanie McMahon. And she was, it was just like, wow, dude, this is, this is great. It got me, it got me really involved. And it was, uh, it was something special for me. Uh, I agree. Um, I, I expected for it to be a good match. Because when you have people that have been in the business for over 20 years, like Kurt Angle, like uh, Triple H and like Stephanie McMahon, it's very hard for you to let someone who doesn't know what the hell they're doing fail. Nonetheless, an elite level athlete like Ronda Rousey fail. So I wasn't expecting for it to bomb. I wasn't expecting for it to be as good as it was because it was it superseded my expectations. That's for sure. Um, but I wasn't I wasn't going into it saying oh, this is gonna be a terrible match. No, and neither was I. I just didn't know what to expect. And sometimes we don't know what to expect. You assume the worst and hope for the best. Yeah. And what I, what I got was exceedingly great. And we could tell one thing from this fight, this match. I keep saying fight. But this match, Ronda Rousey is going to do huge, monumental things. And she has a huge fan base. And, you know, I'm not a huge UFC person, but I, I love her persona. I, I never watched UFC, but when she fought, I wanted to. You know, even the movies that she are in, I, I love her action and I love her. I love her look. I think she's. I think she's really cool. Yeah. So and the I same, like watching her. The same way that I am not. So when she came out and totally bombed her first appearance, because to me that was a bomb. And then when she came out the next couple weeks and totally bombed all her mic interview skills, all agree. It was all agree. was all terrible. 
I didn't, I didn't, I didn't rely on that being who she was. Okay, sure. because that wouldn't be fair, right? So yeah. even yeah. though, so even though this performance was stellar, especially to Ronda, who who's never done it before, because it was stellar. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rely that opinion on on what she's gonna do in the future either. I can't do that. If I didn't do that when she shit at the bed, I'm not gonna do that when she did a great job. So within the next coming months, I will formulate a fantastic opinion and I will let you know whether I'm bought into her being a future champ, which right now it's looking good. Um, but I'm not gonna tell you I'm 100% bought in because the same way I couldn't tell you that I was I was bought out when she was doing bad on the mic. I can't tell you that I'm bought in with one match, especially when she's in the ring with. Oh, many years of of veteranship. Um, it's 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 you if you you can try to screw that match up, and it wouldn't work because of the 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 um the 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 expertise that's in that ring. I mean, they've done it for so many years that it's hard to screw it up. So they carried her for sure. I'm curious to see her uh, hold her own by herself and with someone who's holding their own and carrying them. If she fights with somebody like Charlotte. She's in a similar predicament because even though she hasn't, Charlotte hasn't been doing it for long, she's a freaking, she's a natural when it comes to this. So if she has somebody like her by her side and, and guiding her and helping her throughout the matches, yeah, it could be a lot better than than yeah. what a lot of people expect. But I'm not counting her in just yet. But I'm as of last fine. as of last night's performance, she's, she does look good. Yeah, I'm just less, after seeing her, I guess my point was is I'm less worried about her now than I was before. And after seeing that performance, I have, like, high hopes for her. As before, like, we didn't see her wrestle. All we saw her was talk. And, and no offense to yeah. her, but it sucked. And we, all, we all know that. Uh, if but after she, seeing the performance, it, I'm like, she, she, could do, she could do great things. If she gets herself an advocate, like Brock Lesnar has Paul Heyman, if she can get herself a female advocate that will freaking rock it on the mic, bro, she's golden, man. She's good. Um, but we'll see. Look at The Undertaker. He never talked much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, Paul Bearer spoke for him. Right. Yep, uh, he's that, like one advocate. of the greatest ring size advocates ever. I loved him. Anyway, next match. All right. Um, so far, so we're pretty much one hundred percent agreeing. So we we are one hundred percent agreeing, except for the the Randy Orton match. I think you kind of like, you know, you kind of thought it was okay, and I just thought it sucked. But <laughs> other than that, here we go. Next oh, tag snap. team championship: Bludgeon Bludgeon Brothers, New Day, uh, and Usos. Yep, so I'll start it off. Go ahead. Uh, I start off with it. Listen, I'll never say that our match sucked ever, because these guys are in the gym every day working. These guys are every week on TV working. These guys are 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 doing what they're doing. I would never say something sucked, because that's not fair. You know, they're still trying. Um, like the Randy Orton match, I'll tell you that I wasn't as entertained as any other match. That's for sure. But it definitely didn't suck. Uh, I've seen sucky matches. <laughs> I've seen sucky matches, bro. Let me tell you that. I've seen sucky ma- that wasn't a sucky match. Uh sure. going into no. going into this one, uh very similar to the Randy Orton one. It was uh underwhelming. It was good chemistry, a lot of confusion. It was fast as hell, that's for sure. It was too quick. And the Bludgeon Brothers won. Great. Right, move on to the next one. Uh tag team division, especially in SmackDown, is just not the the, the most entertaining thing to see. Um, but hopefully with the Bludgeon Brothers or or with even more tag teams, they might you know increase the uh, the excitement of that division. What do you think? Right, uh, I agree. And you know when I kind of give my opinion, sometimes it's kind of like maybe I compare it too much to old school because from 2000, I'm gonna say seven to now, I didn't really watch much wrestling. But from when I was little, I was born in '81. When I was little, I saw Hulk Hogan fight Sergeant Slaughter numerous times. I saw Ultimate Warrior live. I watched wrestling from. 87 to when I was six years old, all the way for up to like literally 2007. So I have all those years that I've done nothing but watch wrestling. I have, I had wrestling buddies. I still have the ring. I still have the belts. It's do like you really? I, have, I do too. That's so cool. Yeah, it, it's awesome. So maybe sometimes I, I judge it unfairly simply because I'm comparing it to a different era, but uh, it is what it is, I guess. This match for me was. For lack of better terms, it was just boring. It lost me. I wasn't into it at all. Um, maybe it's my familiarity with the characters. I really wasn't familiar with either one of these tag teams. Um, again, I'm not a huge fan of these three-way bouts. I told you that before. Um, but it just it didn't do it for me. It was, it was eh. You know, take it or leave it. I don't think it added anything to it. And if you took it out of the WrestleMania, it would have made any difference. I don't think so. And judging by that, 
I can't say I liked it very much. 100% agree with you. There's really nothing more to say. I 100% agree with you. Um, oh, God, this next match. Um, whatever. Uh, it's The Undertaker versus John Cena. Uh, I give my 30, 30 seconds of what I thought about this match. Let's be honest. They brought The Undertaker back so he wouldn't go out on Mania and retire. Losing, right? So John Cena was like, hey, I'll take one for the team. I'll talk shit about The Undertaker. He'll come in. He'll pin me. It'll be great. Um, if he never fights again, at least he went out of WrestleMania and retired with a win, right? I thought his entrance was... I actually read somewhere right before we started this podcast, it was twice as long as the match. <laughs> so, I mean, his entrance was epic. I like it. They really paid respect. They paid homage to The Undertaker. A guy his age walked the ropes, his size, what balance and athleticism this guy had. You know, but he's a shadow of his former self. So I hope he stays retired because I want to remember him for The Undertaker of, you know, the 90s, the one that I, you know, with Paul Barrow by his side. But this is a nice send-off. So if it is a send-off, he did win. John Cena is a true professional to do what he did because he took an L on the biggest stage to a guy who's going to be known as one is known as one of the greatest wrestlers ever. But the match was it didn't do anything for me. <clears throat> All right, I agree with a lot of what you said in terms of not do anything for you. Me, I, it did everything for me. Uh, seeing the Undertaker at WrestleMania is. WrestleMania. There isn't a WrestleMania that's normal without the Undertaker. There isn't a WrestleMania that's normal without the Undertaker. Yeah, um, the Undertaker is WrestleMania, man. He's he, he, without the Undertaker. WrestleMania is not WrestleMania, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it even more because it was so short. Um, and and I think you were kind of poking at at the fact that his entrance was longer than his uh, matches. But you coming from the '80s and the '90s, the Ultimate Warriors matches were way longer or way shorter than his entrances. That's for sure. Um, I liked it. I liked it. I liked it for what it was. I enjoyed the like you said the 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 camaraderie between the 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 new era and the old era. Um, the Undertaker is seen as a father figure in the back. He, People are more scared of The Undertaker in the locker room than they are of Vince McMahon because he is the guy, right? He's the guardian of all the wrestlers and all of what's, what's good. And I will never be tired of watching The Undertaker, um, except if he does matches the way he did last year and the year before that and the year before that where he's just – he leaves every match concussed. And it's not fun to see. It's it's actually disheartening. It's scary. Uh, and it breaks my heart to see something like that. So the fact that this match was so short, I absolutely fell in love with that. A uh, part of it, I'd be honest with you. I don't know that he's retired. <laughs> well, whatever it is, I mean, the guy's iconic. It's not like it's gonna like hurt his legacy, but uh, I mean, he does it because he, he does it because he still, loves it. I I read an I article. Still remember Jordan playing for the Wizards, and I don't know how good that helped him. You know what I'm saying? I read an article um, earlier today. Top five highest paid wrestlers, and the Undertaker is on one of those lists. He well, read, he yeah. You have to think no, you don't have to think that. He wrestles once a year. Are you kidding me? These other people he's, the, he's the Undertaker. But these other people wrestle 350 days of the year. He wrestles one. That's crazy. Said, That's like you paying LeBron James the same amount of, of money that you pay everybody else well, if he just plays in the playoffs. That doesn't make sense. But you said it yourself. He is WrestleMania. He's the biggest stage. He's a draw. Yeah, 100%. So he earned it. He earned it. He, he definitely earned it. But that's what I'm saying. Is just He is WrestleMania. It's just great to see. It's just awesome. So I'm a big All fan right. of The Undertaker every time it comes out. Um, the shorter, the better for me, and they accomplished that this WrestleMania, and I absolutely loved it. So um, as I said before, I had three really highs of WrestleMania. Uh, one was Charlotte Ashka. The other was Ronda Rousey. This is my third one, um, and that's the Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens. Uh, how do you say Sammy? Sammy Zayn. Sammy Zayn submission. This match for me was absolutely amazing. Daniel Bryan has such energy. And I don't think at any point during this WrestleMania was there so many people in that audience absolutely going berserk. I mean, they were in tandem. They were like, it was like they, they sat there for a week with 74,000 people and practiced this, right? Because they were like, all their fingers were pointed and going down at the same exact time, right? So he brought energy, and I thought it was great that he came back. And, you know, he went out and got knocked out. And Shane McMahon, they, I get why they did that. They wanted Shane McMahon to have heart and fight. And then he comes back in, and they're going back and forth. And everyone was cheering for him, and I was cheering for him. And this was another high for me. I thought it was a feel-good fight. I thought it was a feel-good match. I thought the energy was there. 
and I thought that the crowd was just absolutely going ballistic. And speaking of the crowd, I thought that this match was kind of the downfall of the crowd because they never matched what they had in this match. And I think after this, they got tired. And that's what I wanted to say about the crowd. I think this match took a lot out of them because they didn't stop. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I don't think it was an incredible, great, super-duper awesome match. I think it lines up with the with the Randy Orton matches, but better because it was a better match. Um, it wasn't anything that I was super excited about. Like, if I had to, if I had to go pee, I, I'd go pee in this match. Um, <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. That's what you do in the movies. Right, like, should right. I go now or should I, should I go now? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it, and that's not to, 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 to discourage the match because it was a good match, but it didn't have as much interest as, as it did in a lot of other fights or other matches in the card. So, if I had to pee, I'd go pee on this match. No problem. Um, but that being said, I wouldn't call it a great match because of that. You no, know what I mean? I, I, I agree with that. I'm just saying that from Yeah, I know. You're, that, you're excited that, about yeah. it. Right. Yeah, from the energy standpoint and getting yep. the crowd involved, it just it took me and it was like, you know what, this Yeah, I mean what awesome. it, I, I fell into it. I well, fell into it. Correct, yeah. And that's seventy eight thousand people in New Orleans did too because of what it represented, right? Dan O'Brien's career ended uh with a neck injury and he he's done. Like he had to figure out a way to adjust his lifestyle, i.e. be the general manager of, of SmackDown and, and not wrestle anymore. And that's painful, man. That's painful. If if you tell me that you could take away podcasting from me, uh uh photography, basketball, boxing, and everything that I enjoy doing and say you just have to be the the owner of a Best Buy, I don't know if I could do that, man. That's tough. So the fact that he got granted this uh this exception from his doctors that he can go fight again, dude, that's freaking awesome, man. So the minute that he came out, I got the chills. Uh, my eyes started to water, and I was like, oh, man, this guy's back. And and he felt, and the entire 78,000 people dome felt the exact same way. It was just a great energy that he brought, like what you said, and I also agree with you. The energy wasn't as large as this. but There wasn't an emotional attachment to anything else after this match, I don't think. Um, that was something like this, so that's why it, it, it erupted the way it did, and good for them. It was an enjoyable match. I liked it. It wasn't the greatest, most fundamental, most technical match no. out there, nope. but, it was, but it wasn't meant to be correct. Um, it was a good match. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was, and that's it. I agree. Next match. Okay, um, the next match was for the Raw Women's Championship. It was Nia Jax versus Alessa Bliss. Um, whoop, whoop, whoop. This, was, uh, this was a fun match. I, I like this match. I'm going to start if you don't mind because I'm already talking about it. Yeah, you started um, all the matches. No problem. Go ahead. Run, run the ship, bro. But but then you come in and you finish and you, you add and you give a different perspective. Unless you want to start. You no, go. you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you want to say something about no. it, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just messing with <laughs> you. All right. All right. So it's Nia Jax, Flexa Bliss. Um, it's a great match. I like the match. It was it was it was high octane. It was it was good. The the only problem I had with this match was is you knew that Alexa Bliss wasn't going to win. And here's the problem and why I say that. I don't know how they'd sell it. Stature wise, it's not believable that Alexa Bliss being outweighed by a hundred pounds is going to take away and pin Nia Jax. It's just it's not believable in any way, shape, or form. At least for me, you know what I'm saying. She's 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 powerful. She she literally commands the ring, Nia Jax. It's her ring. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, even when they're, they're selling the hits and she's hitting Alexa Bliss, dude, she's throwing her around the ring like a rag doll. And when Alexa Bliss goes in and tries to hit her, it's like, you're not even hitting her. She doesn't feel it. So what do they do? They're smart, right? They work the leg. They chop her down. They try to get that, try to make it believable that she was going to win. But no time during the match that I think Alexa Bliss was going to win. And that's sad because Alexa Bliss is my bae, other than Becky Lynch. I love her to death. I love her persona. I love how bitchy she is. I just, I love that. Um, but having said that, I'm actually pretty glad Nia Jax won. I think she makes a great champion. I think people like her. I think she, uh, she's what a women's champion should be, right? She stands for everything. She's confident, and she doesn't take shit, and she'll kick your ass. And I kind of like that. So it was definitely a fun match, and uh, it was enjoyable for me. Uh, I love this match, man. I was listen. I am the biggest rider of Alexa Bliss, bro. I love her, and there is was not one second of this match that I was not rooting for her to lose, because I wanted her to lose. I wanted uh, Alexa Bliss uh, to lose. I wanted Nia Jax to win. 
uh, especially because of the whole bullying thing. And 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 that could just I, we can have an entire podcast around bullying um, and what that means to me and what that means to you, especially because you have kids and you never want that to happen to them. But it just like I, we needed Nia Jax to represent the masses of people out there that are getting bullied to just whoop ass on somebody who's doing the bullying. And I love that it happened. Do I think that it was predictable that Nia Jax won? If you take a look at, at if you take a look historically for the past year, Nia Jax has been in these matches and lost every one of them. So could I have seen that she could have lost? Yeah, maybe. It's it's all writing, right? It's uh, I get the whole believable part of it, the believability of it. But yeah, for the past year, Nia Jax has been losing. So could it have been possible? Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm happy she won. I love that she cried. Um, I could imagine that when she went backstage, she hugged Alexa Bliss and said, thank you for, for building me up, right? Because let's be honest, Alexa Bliss made Nia Jax. Like, Nia Jax is a beast. She's a force to be reckoned with. But if it wasn't for Alexa Bliss calling her fat, bullying her, like, that's what won the crowd over. Um, so she, you know, she owes lots to Alexa Bliss. She just came out today and the crowd cheered, you deserve it. Because she, she put so many people over. Uh, in the past year, and everybody has been shitting on her the entire year, just pinning her, making her lose, making her lose, making her lose. So now is her opportunity, and uh, I'm super excited. I love the match for what it was. I was excited about it. I almost teared up when she won because she was tearing up, and uh, hiring. We were just, we were just pumped. I loved it. Yeah, it was good. And on a more personal level, obviously, none of us know either one of these girls, but we know the real life story of them and their real life best friends. Yep. And from what I read, and I looked this up the other night. Alexi Bliss in, in real life is actually a really cool girl. Like, she's really nice and down to earth. So I think also a, a sentiment was, I think Alexa Bliss was happy to have her best, her real best friend in real life win the title. Mm-hmm. I like, agree with who, that. Who else to, to pin me and take my title but my real life best friend? And I thought that added to, like, the whole, like, realism of it. You know what I'm saying? It's fake, but yet out of the ring, these guys are, these girls are getting coffee together on a Saturday night. You know what I'm saying? And I think she was like kind of honored to say, you know what? I'm going to give you my belt. Now I'm going to hand it to you and it's your time to shine. So I thought that was a, it was like a heartwarming moment for me. I won't add anything. I won't add anything to that because I agree with everything and there's no reason to. You said everything perfectly. I agree. All right. The next match was a doozy. Best ending of WrestleMania was at this match right here. Um, This is what makes WWE and their writers so goddamn genius. Um, I won't start this match. You can start it. But the point I'm going to make is I'll make when I go. But this was AJ Styles and uh, Shinsuke. How do you say it? Shinsuke? Shinsuke. Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm going to say Nakamura because it's easier than to say Shinsuke. Yeah, it's fine. So Nakamura. All right. Um, You go first because I don't want to, you know, offend you in any way. Nope. No, you're not you're not offending me this entire thing, so um what can I say about this match? It was a wrestling match. It was fundamental, it was sound, it was good, it was it was exactly what you predicted it to be when you have AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura in a match. It was great. It was borderline perfection it was just a good well-rounded match i just wasn't invested in it i don't know if it was because i was tired i don't know if it was because i was i just didn't know the storyline as well or because they didn't do a great job projecting the storyline for wrestlemania i don't know what it was but i was just watching the match i was laying down i didn't have to sit up i didn't have to stand up I was just laying down, and I was like, great, 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 good spot, awesome. Yep, 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 good, awesome, great, all right. Match is over. All right, next match. It was good. I wasn't crazy about it. It wasn't entertaining to me. It was a great match, for sure a great match. just wasn't as entertaining to me because I wasn't invested into the storylines um, as I was um, other other wrestlers on the roster. Uh, I won't touch on what happened afterwards because I'll let you give your opinion because what happened afterwards woke me up and made me stand up. So, go ahead. Sure. Okay. And that, I agree with everything with the, the match. I agree with the whole match, what you just said, or verbatim. It's like there's a little Jonathan in my head, <laughs> and you just took my words. So, get out of there. Sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's good. Um, the ending, though, and this is the genius, again, I'm going to say, of WWE. What happened after Ashka got submitted by Charlotte, right? She hugged her. 
And it was like a heartwarming yeah. moment. We should have spoke about that. That was a good ending. It was a great ending. Mm-hmm. And here you're watching AJ Styles and Nakamura, and you're like, Jesus Christ, they're doing this shit again? And then what happens? They don't do it again. He hits him with a low blow, and he becomes a heel, right? Like, what better way to actually take you, suck you in, and then spit you right out? And that's what the WWE does, dude. They can bend your emotions like better than any sad movie you ever see because you're sitting there and you're like, oh, dude, I'm ready to walk away because I just saw this crap happen an hour ago when Charlotte fought Ashka and I don't want to see it again. And then all of a sudden you see this dude just punch him. And you're like, where did that come from? No one expected that, right? And all of a sudden Nakamura became a heel and I think he's going to make one badass heel. Why? Because his style is crazy. It's unique and it's just like, where it's like out of the universe. It's somewhere else, dude. And I love his style. I, I he's an awesome heel. Yeah, strong. Not, I love him. Strong style. Uh, I'm a big fan. I thought the way that he turned heel, not only the the obvious low blow, uh, but the way, the way he was kicking AJ Styles' face. It was, it wasn't a wrestling move. It looked like he was really kicking his face and saying, "I'm disgusted by you." So he did a phenomenal job doing a heel turn. And literally what you said, what better jo- what better place to do it than when 80,000 people are staring at you and millions are watching at home? Now everybody's like, I freaking hate Shinsuke, which means I'm excited to see him fight, to see him lose, which means you have more eyes on the product. So I agree with it. The The ending of that was freaking crazy. Pissed me off a little bit. I'm like, get the hell off of his face. But I enjoyed it. It was awesome. Yeah, you know what? That's another thing, too. Like, we talked about this in movies, right? The ability to make you feel a certain way. WWD does that better than anyone, right? These guys, these athletes who are just as good as actors as they are athletes. For sure. Five minutes before this, five minutes before he, 30 seconds before Nakamura turned heel, everyone loved him. He made you in 30 seconds, five seconds, love him and then hate him. I mean, where can you get that? Where can you get that emotional like roller coaster to where you absolutely love a character and five seconds later you absolutely want him to die? Yep. Like <laughs> not even a soap opera gives that to you. And the WWE get oh, man, literally it's great. combines soap opera, entertainment, athleticism, uh, oh. just a level of eliteness, all wrapped in one product, man. And I hate when people say yeah. wrestling is fake. That's not the point. If you say wrestling is fake, you're ignorant because that's not the point. That's not the, the product or the message that they're trying to portray. It's so much deeper than that. I agree. If you think wrestling's fake, don't ever watch a movie in your life because then you have the same. You can say the same thing about that. Oh, I don't like that movie. It's fake. You don't go for a movie because it's real. Mm-hmm. You go to a movie to enjoy it. You, yep. you let the movie take you to a place you've never been, and you let it bend your emotions, and you get invested in the actors. Yeah, you want to suspend reality different. enough for you to get back to life and say, I enjoyed that two hours of my life. Yep. And not only that, wrestling does the same thing, and it's probably even harder because there's no takes. It's all live. The mm-hmm. camera doesn't stop rolling. So these guys can't screw up, and when they do screw up, they you don't even know it because they're so good they cover it up. So yeah, I think it was a I think it was a great match. I think it was fundamentally sound. I think it was good. The ending was amazing, uh, and it just speaks volume to how WWE writes their stuff. Next match, we have to break into two parts. Okay, um, <clears throat> I feel like this next match has to be broken into the actual fight and the actual act of what the fight actually did, because there's two different things, and I feel differently about each one. It's the Raw Tag Team Championship between Braun Strowman and The Bar, right? So you could take this because I have a very specific way I want to view this fight. Um, and I don't want that to influence you in any way if you want, or I can go first. Up to you. No, I'll go first. Mine's going to be very short. Uh, okay. It was funny. It was hilarious. It was awesome that a freaking kid gets to go into school tomorrow and say, Ha! I'm the Raw Tag Team Champion. Are you freaking kidding me? If one of your daughters went in there, you'd be like, Oh, are you freaking kidding me? She gets, to, You know what I mean? So that was great. My gripe. My upsetness, if that's a word, my 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 it, ab- is now. it is now my absolute frustration with what happened is that you have a freaking locker room of over uh, of thousands of wrestlers that are looking to make a debut, that are looking to wrestle just because it's their passions, that are busting their ass day in and day out uh, to deliver a good product or even try to get on TV, and you couldn't use anybody else. 
but a kid from the crowd. And by the way, I don't know if you know, but that kid from the crowd is the son of one of the referees in WWE. Uh, did you know that? Uh, I remember reading that he was related to someone in WWE last night. Uh, a referee son. I was reading like a, a post game, a post match thing, but I didn't know actually who. No, referee son. Um, okay. it, it was fun. It was exciting. Ha ha. Good times. Uh, it just, if they would have brought him in and, and had that whole exciting, you know, spur of the moment type of thing, and then had someone else just come out and say, no, 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 no let me take care of it. Awesome. Um, that being said, tonight just happened an hour and a half ago. Uh, they relinquished the titles. Braun Strowman yeah. and Nicholas said, I can't do it because Nicholas has other obligations, i.e. school, duh, right? <clears throat> so what I was upset about on Sunday, I'm not upset about on Monday because on Sunday, I'm pissed that there's so many, uh, there's so much raw talent and athletes back there that could fill in that void and they didn't use them. And then today they, they relinquish them. So we're going to see something else, uh, you know, something new, which I'm fine with. But yesterday I was happy, a little upset. It was eh, whatever, neutral for me. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with that. I thought, and this is why I wanted to break it up into two parts. I thought the act of the WWE doing what they did was, yo, let's make a kid's dream come true. Braun Strowman agreed to it. Everyone agreed to it. That's awesome. Dude, you see this little kid and stoked. Like, oh my God. Like, he, yeah. has, he looked super scared, by the way. <laughs> I know. I know. I was cracking up. That dude did not move, bro. He was shook. Like, he literally, like, I wanted to, like, someone to go up to him and, like, tap him to see if he was still alive. But, you know, that was awesome, right? We we get that part. It, it's pretty cool. No one's going to knock that. And if you knock that, you're an idiot, right? Yep. But the, it didn't make for a great match. And it was a tag team championship match. And with a tag team championship match and the people who were in the ring, Braun Strowman and everything else, you have, you have an idea and you have an expectation. And to be honest with you, it just wasn't met. They couldn't even use the whole side of the ring the kid was on. Yeah, because they didn't want uh, anything to happen. Because let's right? be honest. If anything goes to the turnbuckles or anyone goes off the ropes, that kid's probably going to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, And that's what happened. So it kind of like it was a great thought and sentiment, but had to actually it took actually away from the match, which, to be honest with you, was nothing spectacular anyway. Yep. Took away from the match so, and the respect of the titles. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, people people you know, bust you, their ass for that. It's a championship match. This isn't like a Raw-type you know, gimmicky, like, you know, celebrity match. This is WrestleMania biggest stage. I remember when the tag team championships were like Demolition, Legion of Doom, like Natural Disasters, you know, Mega Powers. These people went at it. The tag team championship over the years, no offense to it, has become kind of watered down to the fact that it's like almost like, come on. Like, it's got to mean something. And, and this match kind of solidified that for me where it annoyed me a little bit that they would kind of like, Treat it as it's a tag team championship, man. It's the championship of the tag teams. <laughs> like, come on, you got to treat it a little better than that. So it was what it is. But I thought it was a nice sentiment, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't great. I agree. All right, All here right. we go. Main go freaking the- event time. Main event. We are going for the Universal Championship. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Can we make this the shortest of all? Uh, I have I have some things I need to say about this fight. Yeah, it was disappointing. It was shitty. I've seen it before, and I don't mind that I've seen it before. I really don't. I don't mind that I've seen it before at all because that's fine. Um, it was just literally the same. Uh, suplex, 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 F5, F5, spear, spear, F5, F5, and then the match was over. The crowd was chanting, boring, boring. And then afterwards, they were chanting, this is awful. This is awful. Um, By the way, for those who are listening, that chant is not good. Yeah, and I I agreed with the crowd, man. It just wasn't it wasn't good. It was very dominating. Um, if if the match was a back and forth and it was an actual wrestling match, man, they'll blow the roof off of the place, man. But it was just a very dominating performance, which we've seen before. That's not entertaining to me, man. I don't want to see somebody get brutally mutilated. And then you pin them, and then it's over. It's like, what the hell? This is this is what I waited four and a half hours for for you to do this. Yeah, I just it, this match was a zero for me, man. It just wasn't good. I don't give a shit who won. To be honest with you, I thought although I, we our prediction was Roman Reigns because Brock Lesnar was going back to the UFC. Ha ha, shame on us. He just resigned his contract with the WWE, so suck it. Um, so they had us on that, but it was just stupid. And yeah. I'll let you talk about the altercation that happened afterwards. But go ahead. 
Um, well, you could talk about the altercation because you probably know it better because I just read about it, so I don't know the details. All I know is Brock Lesnar got into an altercation with the Vince McMahon, and they said that they threw him, that he threw the belt at him. Yep, and then they and then they and then they extended his contract. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's what I, I know. What's real? What's real there? I think you know I think Vince McMahon thought that he went off script uh, in terms of cutting him like on the head and have him having him in a pile of his own blood, a puddle of his own blood. Excuse me. Um, so I think that's what the whole beef and the issue was. And then he said, "Screw you" or whatever it was. But yeah, he's. Right. Uh, because I know Mania, and I think not even Mania, I apologize, WWE, they ban blades, so you can't cut yourself. So the only way to cut yourself is to get hit. So he had to get an elbow to the face to get cut. So I just don't know that they planned that, and that's yeah, why I don't the know beef happened. But, but talk about the fight. I mean, dude, seriously, I feel bad for Roman Reigns because I feel like they're destroying the guy's name. I mean, like, why would you send him out there in the biggest stage to say, you know what? Go out there for 20 minutes and just get pummeled and make yourself look absolutely awful. Because that's what happened. It was 150 freaking suplexes followed by five F5s, and you kept kicking out, which, you know, and that's another thing I have to touch about, too. Like, you want to call me old school? I'm from an era where finishing moves actually meant something. Where if someone laid a finishing move, you knew, like, oh, my God, that's bad. You don't want to get, you know— tombstone you don't want to get leg dropped you don't want to get you know in the perfect plex you don't want that five f5s dude is that a finishing move all right you pop out of one fine you pop out of two maybe but come on it just waters down your finishing move and it makes it pointless yeah well that was the point they're they're, they're not trying to derail roman reigns's character they're trying to build him up the fact that he's not whether i agree with it or not i'm just letting you know what they're trying to do is that he can take six F or five F5s and kick him out the six one and put him away. Uh, he can take all this brutality. And what he, quote, stands for is that he's a full-time uh, talent. Brock Lesnar's a part-time talent, and he wants to stand up for the entire locker room um, and say that he's the guy. Um, and they did that. They did exactly that, whether I agree with it or not. That's exactly what it was. But Yeah, I, I just, you know, and now I see that the next match for the Greatest Royal Rumble, uh, they're going to fight again. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Like, I just don't understand what they're doing with this. There's this whole beef. I, I don't understand it. I don't I don't get it. You know, I'm a little harsher because I'm not a huge Brock Lesnar fan whatsoever. I really don't. I'm really not invested in the guy, nor do I really like him as a character. But that's that's my own personal opinion. It just the fight. Take the fight for what it was. It was bad. It was boring. It was awful. It was just like some guy getting thrown around as a rag doll. He gets cut over his face, which... All right, you like the blood, you don't like the blood. My girls by this time were asleep, but if they were awake, I would have been like, all right, I can't watch this because it was kind of scary. He was pouring blood out of his head, and my daughters are seven and nine, and I don't want them to see that, nor would that be a pretty sight for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't have them see that because it's a little scary. So I almost felt bad for Roman Reigns at that point, though, dude. I mean, like, the dude's getting beat to a pulp. He's sitting in a pool of his own blood. Like, hats off to him for being the professional that he is and, and, and willing and, and able to do that. But the, the fight was just a dud, and it was just like, that's no way to end a WrestleMania, man. You know, it's a five-hour event. It's the Universal Championship. You have two big stars in the ring. Each of them derf, deserve the respect. The fans deserve the respect to see a quality product. WWE has set you up before to have quality product. You know what they can deliver. Look what happened in WrestleMania 31. Awesome bout between the two when Seth Rollins came in and cashed in the money, right? This was just, it was just bad. And I just, I just didn't, I can't endorse it. It was a bad fight. Oh my God, no, I know what to say. I really don't. Ah, uh, man, you can tell I'm adamant about it too because it really upset me. It really put a bitter taste in my mouth. And it, it just really left me thinking that, this is not this is not WrestleMania worthy. This is not Monday Night Raw worthy. This is not WWE worthy, and it was just bad, and I didn't like it. My, I got nothing else to say, man. I just agree with it. I do. Yeah. So you know, we, we reviewed each individual match. So uh, you know, what I want to do now is I want to get your feeling on as a whole, and I can go first, or you can go first. I'm going to give you the option. I love. What it. did you think as this I loved WrestleMania? It. I loved it because I have a very I loved it. strong feeling about it. Past five years, it, within the past five years, this has been the best uh, WrestleMania that I've seen in a long time. Um, it was enjoyable. It was fun. They, are you still there? 
Oh, he's not there. Oh, he cut out. But guys, we are going to... Well, I'm still here. So, um, we're just going to have to call Mr. Mr. Al back. But while he's gone, I will tell you guys my opinion. I absolutely loved it for what it was. And... It was fun, you know. If 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 you if you compile our um, if you compile our reviews on every match and you look at the positive compared to the opportunistic, I think the 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 if you compare the successes in terms of the opportunistic, I think the successes win. That being said, I think overall I enjoyed it. I had to. It was a good time. Um, I really, I don't know. I just liked it. Um, I'm Mark when it comes to to WrestleMania and whatever the hell they want to do. I'm gonna enjoy it because I've been watching it forever. So, um, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I don't know what I was gonna think, but is he here? Okay, I'm back. Oh, I don't know what happened. Are. My Google Hangouts just quit out. Yeah, I. Uh, I apologize. No, you're fine. I just, I just kind of uh gave the the whole spiel that I loved it. I think there were more wins than losses in this uh, event, and I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I, I loved uh, looking over my shoulder and seeing my dad react to certain things, and I liked it. I enjoyed it. All right. Um. So you you actually you really enjoyed the whole mania as a whole. As a whole, well, if if you if you enjoyed eight out of you know twelve things, then you have to say yeah, right? That that's okay. just that's yeah, just. I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear you. I cut out because Google cut out. So yeah, I just yeah. To make sure I knew. You're that's just statistics at that point. If you enjoyed eight of them and didn't enjoy four, then you had to enjoy the event for the most part. So, um, I like that they didn't have a host and they didn't waste our time with no, you know, background bullshit of oh these old people are talking and haha. Uh, just it was match, 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 and I love that, and I can't say that for a lot of other WrestleMania. So I enjoyed it. I liked it. I really did. All right. I mean, yeah, I could definitely, I could definitely see where you're coming from with that. Um, it was in for me, you know. I don't think it was. I think it had great moments. Um, I don't think it had any moments though where I'm gonna be like, "Yo, I gotta watch that fight. I gotta see that moment from WrestleMania 34 again." It didn't have any of those memorable moments. Ronda Rousey. Had, maybe you could say as great as that moment was. I don't know if it was like memorable to where I'm going to watch that in five years again from now, but it was it was definitely my favorite moment of this mania. I don't know if it was a memorable mania moment, though, but uh, it was it was okay for me. It, it The middle of it lost me. It was a five-hour event, and I just thought that there was, for every half hour of greatness, there was an hour of that time where it just, like, lost me and I wasn't engaged. Uh, there was certain matches that were, yeah, were, were great. Nothing uh, over the top, amazing, absolutely the best moment, one of the best moments in Mania that you could think of. But every moment, every Mania can't be like that. So it was okay. You know, I, I think it was an okay Mania. I just don't think it was. I, I was, I guess, a little disappointed maybe. I thought it was going to be better. I was super excited. Certain matches got me really excited, got me into it. I just didn't think it uh, was as good as it could have been, I guess. I don't know. Cool. Well, whatever you guys' opinions, hopefully you guys saw it. If you didn't, definitely watch it. Uh, at least just give us your opinion. But uh, post your opinion down on the bottom. And we are gone for the most part, right? Uh, I just saw A Quiet Place okay. today. I don't know if you did. Oh, you saw that? Yeah, don't see it. Uh, don't watch it. It was terrible. What? Uh, it was shitty. What? It was shitty. No. It was shitty, shitty, no, shitty. Shitty, shitty, it. shitty. No. no, it's a review movie. Yeah, it's not a review movie. I refuse to review it. It fucking sucked. It was fucking ass cheeks. It was bad. Really? Yeah, Evan, thanks for giving us a freaking shitty review to watch. It was terrible. Yo, you, so the movie's called The Quiet Place. For the first Touch half, for the first Touch half of the movie, it yeah. was fucking quiet. There was no dialogue, bro. It was literally sign language. First fifty percent of the fucking movie, it was shit. the 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 storyline was terrible. The acting was great. Whatever. Um, pass, pass. Whatever, whatever movie I saw before that I hated, I'd rather would have watched. I would have rather watched Shape of What. Mm-hmm. All right, let me not go crazy. I'm about that. But. <laughs> easy, easy, yeah. big fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad. I didn't like it. I enjoyed it. I did not enjoy it. Harry liked it because it was different, but it just was. It was just straight cheeks. Not a fan. Was there was there aliens or monsters? Like what was that about? Yeah, you know those little hunters from Resident Evil. That's what they fucking look like. Really? Yeah, and it's uh, hey, if you make noise, we're gonna kill you. And the, and, kill you? 
and then and then they, they kill them? and then they had a baby and then the baby made noise so you know what are they going to do because the baby's making noise and then, and then they're going to come out and kill you and then they put it they put it in a fucking box and put a fucking baby. breath yeah 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 put it in a box so it doesn't make noise so it's like sound resistant and they put a fucking breathing mask on it so it can breathe still and then i was like wow that's stupid and then and then and then a bunch of dumb shit happened in between, and it was a shitty fucking movie, a waste of my time. Evan, you owe me fifteen dollars. Plus price of snacks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, <laughs> um, what about the aliens? Did they, the, the creatures? Did they kill them at the end? No, they killed the husband, but the the wife, um, the kid, the wife and the two kids remained alive, and it and it and it and it ended with the wife cocking back the shotgun, and then it went to credits. I almost threw up. It was terrible. All I know is I saw a lot of sand in the movie. So I don't know if that was a thing. But there was a lot of sand passageways and a lot of sand walkways, I mean. No, that's just where they were living in the fields that they were in. But no, that's it. But weren't they putting sand down to stay quiet? I saw that in the trailer. Oh, is that what it was? I thought it was paint. Well, whatever. It no, was like... it was sand, so they wouldn't make noise when they walked. <laughs> no, there, there was paint in one of the scenes. But yeah, it was, nah, whatever. I'm not a fan. All right, well. I just saved myself. I'm a little upset. I'm sad and happy right now. I'm sad because now I, you know, can't get pretzel bites and some popcorn. But I'm happy that I don't have to see the movie that sucked. Yeah, it, so, wasn't, it wasn't good. I don't know how the hell Rotten Tomatoes is giving it over like 100% right now, but whatever. All right, guys. Even, yeah, it's terrible. I'm sorry. I didn't even look at reviews. I should probably look at them now. I thought we were going to review it because you were like, yo, we're going to review it. Yeah, well, thank you, Evan, for uh, wasting my... He owes me 15 bucks. I'm going to work. I'm going to $15. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Have a good, awesome night, and thank you for not listening to us. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon, guys.